Welcome to Motherhood Unstressed, a podcast for anyone who wants to let go of stress and anxiety, take their power back, and learn how to create a truly beautiful life. Each week, I'm speaking with amazing individuals who are experts in the field of entrepreneurship, fitness, nutrition, motherhood, sex, and so much more. I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I'm a mom, a blogger, and a certified health coach. I'm obsessed with personal growth and change, and I've helped women all around the world regain alignment with what they truly value in life and remove the blocks preventing them from living their life to the fullest. If you're ready to stop living a half-life and move fully into your power, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here. I love all my guests. I pick them for a reason. I think they're all special and unique in their own way, and they are. But this one in particular really struck a chord with me. I love Danette May, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Um, And I actually just got back from New York City from her book launch party of her new book, The Rise. And I have to be honest, I cracked it open on the plane ride home, and almost immediately, my heart started to beat faster. There was so much truth coming through the pages. And if you're a mother, I know I have a lot of mother listeners, this is a book you're definitely going to want to pick up. Um, it's life-changing. It's It will shake you to your core, but it also wakes you up to a, the potential of a life that you haven't even realized you could achieve yet. So definitely definitely go pick up this book. Um, But in this episode, we talk a lot about vulnerability and authenticity and dealing with the muck and mud of your truth, as she calls it. We also talk about manifestation, which is one of my favorite topics to discuss, and I know it's very popular with you, the listener. So we talk about some things that you can do to manifest the life of your dreams. Um, I really don't want to share too much more. I want you to just listen and absorb all of the wisdom that Danette shares today. Enjoy. So what is CBD and what is it good for? This is a question that I get all of the time, and I'm glad because it lets me explain what it actually is and how amazing it is for stress, anxiety, inflammation, pain, sleep, the list goes on. So CBD is short for cannabidiol, and it's one of 85 plus chemical compounds known as phytocannabinoids found in the cannabis plant. Um, And it's not marijuana, it's not going to get you high, but it is going to affect you in the way that you feel less stressed less anxious, less jittery, less apt to react to things um, emotionally. So it's a really wonderful grounding compound. And we already have a system in our bodies called the endocannabinoid system. And this was actually discovered in 1996. Um, So it's fairly new. And we have this system throughout our brain and our bodies and our guts everywhere. And when that's out of balance, you feel depressed, you feel anxious. And so adding in CBD is a really great way to bring back homeostasis to your body so that you feel like you should feel, you know, you feel good. So head on over to motherhoodonstress.com and start feeling less stressed, less anxious, less in pain, you know, find ways to help you sleep better today. This episode is also sponsored by Four Sigmatic. This is the Finnish company bringing you medicinal mushrooms. And I wanted to let you know, they just came out with a new product. It's called the Mushroom Focus Shot. It's got about 1,500 milligrams of organic lion's mane and 40 milligrams of caffeine. So it's the perfect punch to get your morning started or to give you that great afternoon pick-me-up. And remember, use the code UNSTRESSED at checkout for 15% off. Well, hey, Danette. Welcome to the show. I am so glad that you're here. Yeah, this is going to be a great conversation. I'm excited to be here. I know. Like, you know, when you're about to have a conversation and you know 
you just already know that it's going to be really good. Like I have that same feeling right now. Yeah, totally. It like was smooth getting on together. Just really feel like we're inviting everyone into this conversation and I'm so excited. Yeah. So before we dive into the meaty parts of the conversation, why don't we start by just having you kind of give a little background about you and your journey and how you ended up doing the work that you're doing now. Yeah. So I like to, when I share my story, kind of share where I'm at today. And the reason I like to celebrate where I'm at today, because then I get to tell you where I was (laughs) so that you can really celebrate with me where I am today. And I think as women, we get to operate like that, where we get to celebrate each other in our highs, but also recognize that the lows or the mess is part of the journey. It is your gift um, to really step into your now or your tomorrow. So for me right now, I'm operating this amazing company. It's a global company with millions of women subscribing to my daily emails. Um, We have, I have seven health and fitness books out. And I just recently teamed up with Hay House on my new book, which is super different than other books I've written, which is all about my personal journey and about the takeaways to help other people on their rise um, from the raw truth that I tell so that other people get vulnerable and share their raw truth. And I've just been really blessed to um, be able to operate now with massive financial abundance, doing exactly what I love, married to the man of my dreams. And as we all know, as mothers, really operating in this space that where my girls are happy and I feel really connected to them and they actually like their mom. (laughs) And I say all this because I am celebrating it because I know where I was around six years ago. And that was literally six years ago, I had $47 to my name that I found with my two daughters in cushions and drawers in our home. And it's all in my book, how I got to that $47. But I was also had lost my son Um, I went through a horrific divorce. So I was a single mom sleeping on my floor because I had to get rid of everything just to feed my babies and feed myself. And the worst out of all of that, losing your son sounds pretty horrible. And it was and financial ruin, horrible. And it was. But the worst part to me truly was the mindset that I had. And it was that I wasn't enough, that I was a financial ruin. I was a terrible mom. I wasn't going to amount to any of my dreams. And that to me was the biggest downfall and the worst part of all of it. Because when you're alone in your home with those thoughts, that's very hard to get out of. And I know that I'm not alone in this journey. And I knew you know, it's not like I woke up one day and was like, all right, I'm going to make my mess, my message. But there is this gap between the fall and the rise. And I'm happy to share with you, with anyone about that gap, because that's where the magic unfolds. And it's not like it just happens over time. We stumble, we fall, we get back up again. And that is part of the rise. Wow. That's amazing. Like that alone. Do you remember that moment where you decided to start to rise? Was it, was it a series of moments or was it one moment? Or what yeah, was that? For, yeah, I think for me, it was a series of moments. I've heard of people's stories where they're ready to take their life and they have this moment of clarity that they have to keep going on. For me, it felt like every day within minutes, there would be a stumble and a fall and a questioning. And then another minute of being like, no, like there is more power in me. No, I feel good. Like I'm going to do these tools. I'm going to do these things. And then I would fall. And so was this, this like Mm -hmm. 
I almost, I describe it as a washing machine. I felt like I got put into a washing machine on high cycle. I was spitting, I'm spinning. And then sometimes they would open the thing to check on the laundry and I'd get a catch a breath and then it would get shut again. And that's mm. how, that's how my journey was. And I think it's empowering and important for me to share that because I think a lot of us are in those, that, those spaces where we're like high one minute and the next minute we're like in the closet crying <laughs> and then we're mm. high. And I've kind of noticed even in my what would seemingly be that I've shattered my glass ceiling and I'm doing really well financially and everything that there's always more. And I still find myself in the closet crying and that's okay. And that's part of the journey. Absolutely. I think so many people listening can relate to that. You know, especially as women, we don't like to share the not so pretty things. We don't like to share that, you know, we might be struggling or just dealing with some things that we're not proud of or that we feel shame over, even when there's no reason for that. So I think you just by sharing that is so empowering to our listeners. Yeah, it's important. Um, social media right now, it, it is what it is. And I'm so grateful for it because my whole business was built on free Facebook. So I do love social media, but it also can have this edge where we can look into the glory of other people's lives. We only post the good stuff on social media. And so it's also increased rapidly the amount of depression that people are feeling. Um, there is a huge correlation, more social media, more depression. And it's because we're looking out and seeing, thinking that everybody's living this really rosy life and everything's working out for them. And why do I feel this way back home? And so it's really important to recognize that that's all made up and that even the seemingly successful people are struggling and, and there's nothing wrong in the struggle. That's actually the answer and the lesson I'd love to share with people is that there's the pain, your gift in is in your pain mm. and your gift is in your fall and I'm here to tell people over and over and over that that is where the gift can be found if you're willing to look for it wow so how has sharing that part of your story sharing being vulnerable and being really raw and honest with people how did that change your life it's still changing it. Absolutely. Um, it's been an interesting journey because when I first started off with my online business, uh, I wasn't really sharing the messy truth. Mm -hmm. For a while there, I wasn't even sharing that I had lost my son. I It was still painful to talk about. And there was one time, uh, one of our my business consultants, he goes, people don't actually believe you're real. It looks like they can't even relate to you. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I've got so much dirt in my life. Are you kidding me? And he's like, but no one's really, you're not sharing it. And I was scared to share it. Whatever reason that was, I was. And once I did, I couldn't believe the amount of people that started to really open up to me and to my programs. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I should just share to be vulnerable to open up my programs. It was like, oh, she's gone going through what I'm going through. She went through what I'm going through. Um, maybe this is going to work for me. And it's important as women, especially that we're willing to share our lows, but also our highs. And I want to get really honest with that because there's almost a trend too, to get so vulnerable and sharing all this mucky mm -hmm. stuff. That we're not also sharing the high, like that's all the same. And it's important to shine bright and to be like, wanting to share unapologetically your highs as well and not feel like, oh, I'm shining too bright or I look too braggy. Be really careful because as women, truly, if we choose to come together and as mothers and as women, we can celebrate each other in all of it, right? Because we're all the dimensions. <laughs> we truly are. Oh, absolutely. So how do you, I mean, what would be your advice to someone? How do they balance that in a really 
authentic and healthy way without, cause I could see how you could go either way. Like, Oh, I'm, you know, dealing with this right now, but then you go to the other side and you're like, my life is perfect. So how do you balance that in, in a way that doesn't come off as fake or like you're trying too hard? Mm-hmm. Well, first off, you don't really even have to share with people right away, right? Like that's part of that grace. Um, when you're going through your high or your low, and I'm going to use them both interchangeably because we, we get in this habit of labeling highs as good and lows as bad. And there's really no such thing. Um, that's made up by us, by our perceptions. So I'm going to refer to both of them because they're both good, neither good nor bad. They just are. And maybe sit with those moments, those moments of high, those moments of low with yourself for a minute and really look at what does this make me feel? What is the message in this? And when we can do that, then when we go to share, it's coming from a place of like a deep grounding versus, oh, I'm just going to go share, right? Like really sit with what's that message. And maybe you don't even need to share. There's oftentimes you don't have to share and not every story has to be shared. But when you feel the call, it's coming from a place of serving. It's coming from a place of helping other people versus I just need to be seen. Hmm. I love that you said that because that there is a differentiation between those two things. Mm -hmm. I think when women do, or men, like come from a place of wanting to help and be of service, like that's where people see through it. And that's where people get it. Like, okay, yeah, I can roll with this. I believe you, you know, what you're saying is truth to me, or this could help me in some way. So yeah, like that's a really key differentiation between that. I love that. Yes. Um, so I kind of want to talk about victim mentality because that's something that you talk a lot about. Um, so how can someone who is struggling with having a more of a victim mentality, maybe they're aware of it, maybe they're not, or on the other hand, which I think is even worse, having a spouse or a partner who suffers from that, how can they bring themselves up out of that and, and be more empowered in their lives? Yeah, well, you brought up a really powerful thing, which is some people know they're playing victim, but most of the time you don't realize you're playing the victim. And this is what I would call shadow work. And it's very, very important to go into for your ultimate growth and your ultimate happiness. It's not fun in the moment going through the shadow because the shadow is literally going into the mud and the muck of your truth and to really look at it because most people operate from victim mode. We, and so if you're listening to this, you might be going, oh, I know someone who does that. But I ask you to point your finger back at yourself because a lot of us do this. We do this if we get like, like the, the seemings artificial ones. We get it if we get cut off in traffic. We do this. Oh, don't cut me off. We do this when um, some, a spouse comes in the door and they're angry or off. And you're like, oh my gosh, you always come home like this. Like, so that's victim. When you, when you hear that little voice in your head, that's playing victim. Um, if you were or like my friend did this or someone did this at work and that really like that doesn't jive with me how dare they do that that's victim mm. so really watch that because what to really take your life to the next level it requires 100% responsibility for the realization and the outcome of whatever's presenting itself so if you're like oh they're so negative always around me oh my gosh I'm so sick of this negativity I'm so sick of their behavior check yourself because you have attracted that. You actually are 100% responsible for however that affects you. 
right? People can be in their space and you can be in your space. But if you're operating in that mindset, you need to check yourself because that's being victim because you always get to stay in a high vibration. If you would like to, you get to always go, Oh, they cut me off. I don't know where they go. Like it doesn't, you don't have to actually react to any of that. Right. So check yourself with your thoughts. That's the first step in my mind is where am I operating in that victim. Maybe I'm not even saying it, but I'm thinking it because then you've given your power to someone else. And then that goes a little deeper. There's a lot of things that happen to us, right? Maybe my son has passed away. I've had a lot of people come to me with loss, their sons, their daughters, their spouses passing on. And that's gets really deep, right? Cause then you're almost angry at God mm. and angry at a higher power. Or this isn't even actually fair. And I'll never get to a place where this feels fair or this feels like it's a gift in it. Like, come on. And it's like, I ask, it's like, what do you choose though? Are you going to choose to be angry in this? Like, or are you going to choose to know that actually you're going to have more empathy towards other people? That is actually a gift. You actually, like for me, my, when my son passed and him passing away made me wake up. It made me look at life differently. It made me shed old stories because I got to a place where I was like, I don't care anymore. And I know people that go through loss, you get to a place where you're like, I don't care anymore. I don't care about pleasing anyone. I'm hurting. And that's actually a gift. That's actually a gift. So that was a long answer to a question, but those are ways for you to get out of that victim. But first you got to recognize that you actually play the victim at some times and that's okay. Like have grace, just move on to the next step. Wow. What you just said was so powerful. Like I still have chills and like my heart like breaks for you in that experience. And I think, you know, so many people have experienced loss, like you said, or know someone who has, and to look at it that way and to start reframing it is really really hard, but I think it's so important, you know, to live a full life where you're actually taking something that's really shitty and awful and turning it to good. So, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Amazing. And you kind of touched on manifestation, you know, we do manifest certain partners or situations into our lives. So how can our listeners start to manifest, you know, financial abundance like you have, or, you know, really amazing situations and people into their lives? How can they start to do that? This is one of my favorite topics because I Me do <laughs> that this is one of my gifts in helping other people manifest what's your dream, not Danette's dream, not society's dream, not the dream of your parents or whatever. So that is another thing is like getting really quiet to your dream, to your truth, to what lights you up, because we're taught that certain things should light us up, shoes, clothes, career, certain man, certain house, certain location to live around the world. And we get caught up living this other person's dream, which doesn't even really work for us. So then we work towards it. We get there and we're like, why am I still not happy? (laughs) It's because it's not your dream. So I'm a really good specialist at helping you get to your dream, but it requires you to get still and to literally look at what are the things that light me up? What are the things that get me excited? Right? So for me, Having a fancy car is just not going to do it. For me, I could care less if the bottom of my shoe is red or brown or pink or whatever. I don't care about shoes. But a good hotel that has all the detailed amenities that might not matter to someone else, I will drop money on because I love <laughs> So you've got to get to your truth, right? So um, that's the first step. And then I do lay out specific visualization tools that I use today and I know have been 
the next level for me to get to the dreams that I live today. Um, and I've helped other people. And it's fascinating, these certain meditations, which I've learned from really deep healers down in the jungle that I use in seven days in conjunction to truly attract. And I used it to attract my husband, my business partners. Um, I used it to truly, I went through a really difficult divorce. And as for any of you who have gone through divorce, you know that it's very difficult to um, move out of state if you, if one person's in a certain state. And I knew it was right for my children. So I did this certain meditation, which I lay all this out, you guys, in my book um, that I... I know I'm dying to ask you, like, get specific. What do you do? Specific. And I want to honor, um, like, part of me is asking myself right now, should I tell the specifics? Because I don't want um, to dishonor like the sanctity of what goes on in this visualization, this meditation that I learned, because I don't want people to abuse it or to be like, oh, that's so weird because it is been so powerful for me. And I did it for seven days and literally had my children move out of the state and got primary custody, like, which is unheard of. And this kind of stuff goes on all the time for me. Mm -hmm. And And I've been able to share with a few people about it because, and that's why I was super vulnerable to share about it in the book. Cause I'm like, I really want it to be honored because it's so powerful when given to the right person can totally change your whole life can totally manifest whatever. So there's several different kinds, but let me just kind of say the things that maybe you've heard, but a lot of people just simply don't do that are just so powerful. People are looking for this like deep scientific, like something they never heard before that's super complicated because then it maybe gives them permission to be like, see, that's why I never did that because Mm -hmm. I was waiting for that. And then you have all these fake gurus that come out to say, oh, I have the missing piece that you've never heard about. And I'm here to tell you that is all made up. You know what you have to do. You actually have it inside of you. But a lot of us are just not willing to do it. Mm. We're just not willing to get into it. And so let me just say the first one is one, write down what are the things that light you up? What is your truth versus the truth that was been imposed on you of your dream of what you should do? Some people don't even want to be married and they're married. Some people Mm. don't even want to be living in the house they're living in and it's suffocating them with all their little trinkets and nice furniture. And they're like, oh my gosh, I just want to be on a beach in a hut. And that actually would light me up, but I've been told that this should be the thing that lights me up. So be really honest with yourself. And then second, you're going to write down all the things that you feel are not your truth. Actually, I'm going to tell you another little secret tool. I want you to take five people that you totally look up to. So this could be someone deceased. This could be like Oprah, Gandhi, or it could be like a religious figure. It could be someone in your immediate sphere of um, that's around you. And today someone passed on and you take those top five that you just like, oh, those people are like, mm. and then you write down all the specific characters of each one of them that you just love about them. And then I want you to go through that list and look for common characters that you see, and you will find quite a bit. Take that common character and put it on a different piece of paper. So you might write, for example, they're always just so loyal, like loyal. They are just so successful. They go after their dreams. You'll find common denominators, right? And you put it on another piece of paper. And that, my friend, is your truth of your soul. Because if you saw that in multiple people, this like common denominator thread, and there'll be multiple of those common threads. You'll have probably a list. You write it down and then you write, I am in front of it. 
So I am loyal. I am a, a person who goes after my dreams and manifests my dreams, whatever those common things are, because if you saw them in others, they live inside of you. And that's a really powerful exercise. And then every day, read that I am affirmation and then sit with the seeing, the feeling of what you are going to create that's your truth. And if you do that every day, it will change your life. You will start to see this stuff start to manifest. I think that's really important that you said you have to feel the feelings because so many people say, oh, I do manifest or I do, you know, affirmations and I write out my goals and and nothing happens. And it's like, I think they're missing that crucial step and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's something about the emotion in your body and the vibration in your body when you align that with, you know, what you do want to manifest in your life, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I'm going to back up a little bit because I do know that that is truth, but it sometimes takes you standing in the lie of feeling like crap and Mm. feeling this low vibration, but still doing the work that's so powerful because the body only will go where the mind tells it. So for back in the time when I'm sleeping on the floor, tinfoil holding up my antenna, feeling so broken, feeling so low, like lowest vibration ever, I committed to myself that when I got into that moment that I would go back and read my affirmations. And so sometimes that was happening every 15 minutes, but I was so committed to it. And so my truth and what I do know is that if you're willing to get into it, especially when you don't feel like it, it will start to spiral out, right? With time, if you're committed to it, but then you get to a point when you get to do these affirmations when you feel high, which can happen after a workout. This is my prime time of doing it. If I'm hiking out in nature, I do it. And after an orgasm, I do it. Because oh my God, those I love are that. your high times. And I'm telling you, you're like a direct conduit because you already feel amazing. Like you're like, I'm doing good. So then drop in, like drop in and say them. Wow. That's really powerful. I'm going to totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) People are like, oh, I started visualizing my dream home after orgasm and it came faster. I'm like, of course it came faster. (laughs) Good. That's brilliant. Yeah. So you're incredibly successful. You're a bestselling author. You're a celebrity fitness trainer. You've been on national TV, you know, access Hollywood, all of these things. How do you stay grounded as a wife, as a mother, how do you stay true to who you really are when you've got all this fun stuff happening around you? Mm. This is, I had this conversation with a girlfriend because the truth is I'm not always grounded. And the truth is I'm not always feeling aligned. Like in the mm-hmm. spiritual world, you hear people be like, just be in alignment. And you start to confuse and think that alignment means flow and ease. And I'm like, I do not feel flow and I do not feel ease. I feel (laughs) resistance. And resistance does not mean you're out of alignment. Feeling uncomfortable does not mean you're out of alignment. And so I've reframed this, which has given me grounding, has given me grace and has given me peace. And I hope it does for you guys too, is that actually at moments when I feel out of alignment, that is my truth. And in my truth is my alignment. Mm. So that is power. I get chills even just saying. I just got chills when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> so giving yourself grace gives you grounding. When you feel like you've got to be all that and a bag of chips too, that's when you just feel like you're going to lose your grounding because you're not all that in a bag of chips. You're just a human having human experience. So just really... Just trust that when you feel resistance, when you feel like things are just chaotic, if you can stand in that and then give yourself grace, that is your alignment. 
And so that's one thing. It's just that recognition for me. And then the second, which is a huge non-negotiable for me every single day. And I recommend everyone getting about three non-negotiables every day. Um, they're powerful. So they're not musts. They are, and they're not shoulds, they're non-negotiables. So I get out in nature because nature reminds me that everything is beautiful. Like I'm looking out the window, but I get out in it. It doesn't matter if it's raining, snowing, freezing my butt off. I'm always going to tap into the breath and the feeling of nature, the wind, the sun, watching the leaves, because it's this reminder to me that I'm part of something bigger. And I, my only job is to tap in to that biggerness of who I'm meant to be in this life. What's my fullest expression? And it might not be that I'm going to be liked. It might not be that I'm going to do the popular thing. It might not be that I'm going to be famous or have impact or be an amazing mom, but I've got to stay into my alignment of knowing that I'm part of something bigger and just live out that fullest expression. And that's what keeps me grounded. Wow. That's amazing. That's beautiful. So what's been the biggest lesson that you've learned along your journey of health and, and just your personal journey, what, what would you want our listeners to walk away from, from something that you've learned? My biggest lesson. Uh, you're, I don't know if anyone really wants to hear this, but I'm, the more I'm unlayering and the more I'm seeing and the more success I'm getting, I'm realizing how simple it really is mm -hmm. and how we as humans, we really like to complicate things. And if we can just get into more laughter if we can just shed a little bit more judgment of others and ourselves and just like kind of lighten up, like think of tribal people, like think of the people that live with nothing because they're usually the happiest. And mm -hmm. where can you step into a little bit more of that, a little bit more laughter, a little bit more like, I don't need to judge that. <laughs> it doesn't need to be that complicated. I don't actually have to know why this is happening and make up some big story. Just let it go. And I would say that is the biggest thing that I'm continually learning on this journey. That's amazing. I wonder if you got into touch with that thought, that, that, that vibration when you were in the jungle. Oh, yes. Oh, and I just dropped in. I just got back yesterday. Yeah. I was in the jungle again. And I had, I didn't even realize I was in the jungle that exact same time the year before, which was wild for me, but wow. I a lot. Um, because it reminds me of my breath. It reminds me that I am dirt, that I am the essence of nature and that all this other stuff that we've got swirling around is stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yes, that is absolutely true. Wow. I just got chills again. Hmm. <laughs> so I do have some, uh, rapid fire questions for you. Okay. If you're ready. Um, true health is loving you. Hmm. Strength is forgiveness. Hmm. I'm grateful for mm, creation. Love is everywhere. Mm. And what's something that you've learned in life that you wish someone would have told you earlier on? That it's all made up. Ooh. Care to expand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what I believe with it's all made up is that truly we make up everything that we perceive. We make up a value of something, whether it's painful or not painful, whether it's hard or not hard, whether it's blissful or not blissful, it's all made up and you get to decide whatever you decide it's going to be because it's all made up. Wow. God, you're like, you're my new guru. Like, 
to check in with you like every day moving forward. Um, so for our listeners who want to find out more about you and check out all of your offerings online, how can they find you? Well, you can go to my website, which we offer something free every single day on the website, which is whether it might be a recipe or some mindset tips or whatever. But yeah, DanetteMay.com, constantly giving out free content. Um, Like I said, I have a new book coming out and I can't wait for everyone to get their hands on it. I do know that it is going to help whoever decides to open its pages. I feel very called to that. And that's just book is called The Rise. But if you go to DanetteMay.com, you'll find it. And yeah, that's where you can find me and what I'm doing and what I'm up to. I love it. And the fact that it's with Hay House already tells me that it's going to be amazing and (laughs) healing and just impactful. So Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Danette as much as I did in recording it. She is a force to be reckoned with, and I feel like just listening to her opens you up to be more vulnerable with those in your lives in a balanced way with good intention uh, so that we can all connect and take off the mask that is really preventing us from living life to the fullest. And when we get real with each other, like magical stuff tends to happen. Things get into alignment. You know, you connect with the right people at the right time um, because I think you're living from a place of truth. So I hope you really got a lot out of this episode. If you think a friend would benefit from hearing it, uh, definitely share it with them. And if you haven't already, loves, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. See you next time.